Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in the home stretch of our examination of the book of Daniel. We're up to the 12th chapter. And as every chapter has been, is filled with all sorts of little details that are very, very interesting, not only for the time of Daniel and the somewhat immediate uh, future of Daniel, okay, uh, what's going to happen in the next few hundred years, for instance, uh, but also for our time. <clears throat> really, really important. So let's look at Daniel chapter 12, verse 1 says this. Now, at that time, well, wait a minute, what time is it? Well, it's the time that we looked at in the previous episode, remember? We see that this uh, mighty, powerful man is going to arise, and he's going to do all this kind of stuff. Well, this flows from that. Now, at that time, Michael, the great prince, who stands guard over the sons of your people, will arise. Now, this is interesting. <laughs> because there's great debate over exactly what this means. <laughs> if you just read it at the surface level, you're going to think one thing, right? But if you think it through a little bit, if you look at the balance of Scripture, um, you see something else different, okay? So let's just deal with what we see obvious here. It's going to be at this time that Michael, the great prince, who stands guard over the sons of your people, will arise, and will arise. So who are we talking about here? Well, Michael. So who's Michael? He's described as the great prince. Okay? The great prince. The, uh, that word prince is ruler, captain, that type of thing. He's literally what we might refer to as the, uh, uh, the great angel, okay, over the sons of your people. Michael is the one who guards, stands guard over the sons of your people who stands guard over Israel. So what is Michael going to do? Well, he tells us, Michael, the great prince who stands guard over the sons of your people, will arise. So what does that will arise mean? Okay, if you look at the word, it's a, it's a very common word. Uh, in the Greek, and it means to do that, to stand, to stand forth, to take a stand, that kind of thing. It also means this, to stand still, to stop doing something, to cease, to tarry. And I believe that's the proper understanding right here. And you say, well, wh what do you mean? How can that be? Well, what does Michael do? He stands guard over the sons of your people. So that is what he does. That is what he is doing. Just think through this now, okay? That's literally what he's doing. What is he doing? He's standing guard over the people. Hang on a second. I've got something on my computer here. There we go. <laughs> he's standing guard over people. But at that time, at what time? At the time of this man that we saw in the end of the 11th chapter, at some point in all that he's doing, remember, the king of the north and the king of the south is going to come against him, and he's going to be ensconced there in the beautiful land between the seas and near the holy mountain. Remember that? When that happens, Michael, the great prince who stands guard, that's what he does, folks, shall we say, day in and day out, who stands guard, will arise. He will cease standing guard. Now, let's read the rest of the verse right here and see if it helps us any. And there will be a time of distress 
such as never occurred since there was a nation until that time. And at that time, your people, everyone who's found written in the book, will be rescued. Boy, there's a lot being said right here. Just think this through for a moment. There's going to be a time of distress such as never occurred since there was a nation until that time. And when you look at the people of Israel from the time that they were a, quote, nation, unquote, from the time that God called Abraham and promised him and said, I'm going to give you a people, I'm going to give you a multitude that will bless all other nations. <laughs> from that time onward, this is going to be the most difficult distress. Just think of the times of distress that they've endured. Okay, The various times that people have come against them or the constant times that people came against them when they were up on the land, when they were in Egypt. In more modern days, what has happened to the Jewish people? But there's going to come a time of distress that all these things will pale in comparison to what is coming. And one of the things that will allow this to occur is the fact that Michael, the great prince, the one who stands guard over the sons of the people, will cease standing guard. Now, why would he cease standing guard? Well, it's only at the behest of the Most High God that he does anything. It's only because God tells him to. Okay, There's something that the Lord is up to right here. But he's let Daniel know what, 2,600 years ago, 2,500 years ago? He's letting us know today that this will happen. And it actually goes back to what we saw in the previous chapter. Let me just pull that up here real quick, okay? In the previous chapter, which is a long chapter, so it takes me a moment to scroll through it, right? <clears throat> it says that uh, this one will come at the end of time. The king of the south will collide with him, and the king of the north will storm against him with chariots, with horsemen, and with many ships, and he will enter countries and overflow them. He will enter the beautiful land. Okay? And it tells us that rumors from the east, he'll actually gain control of northern Africa. But rumors from the east, verse 44 of chapter 11, and from the north will disturb him. And he will go forth with great wrath to destroy and annihilate many. He will pitch the tents of his royal pavilion between the seas, the Dead Sea, okay, and the uh, Mediterranean, the Great Sea, and the beautiful holy mountain. Yet he will come to this end, and no one will help him. Other portions of Scripture, we see that tremendous things will happen to the city of Jerusalem. As a matter of fact, it's going to look like that there's no hope. It's going to look like they're totally defeated. It's going to look a lot like what we see in this first verse here, <coughs> Daniel chapter 12, a time of, of great distress such as never occurred since there was a nation until that time. But look at the hope at the end of it. And at that time, your people, everyone who's found written in the book, will be rescued. That's an interesting study in and of itself, the idea of the book. We see written in the book right here. Uh, later on in this chapter, we're going to see something about the book that Daniel's writing, what the Lord says to him about that. And then you also see books in Revelation, in a couple of other places. So there's plural. There's various books that are mentioned in the Scripture. What we're seeing right here, though, in this first verse, is that at this, at this time, when this happens, this great distress, everyone who's found written in the book will be rescued. There are those whose names are written in the book. Of course, that begs the question, what book? 
<laughs> right? What book is he talking about? Now, a lot of times people want to come on and, and superpose something. They will say immediately, oh, that must be speaking of the Lamb's Book of Life. Well, there is no doubt the Lamb's Book of Life. There's also the Book of Life. There's also other books, okay? So which one is being mentioned right here? Well, we don't know yet. But we do know this, that the ones whose names are written in the book will be rescued. Even in the time of this distress that is unlike any other distress that has ever occurred. Daniel, first verse, chapter 12. We do really, really well to sort of hang out here and see what is being said because this speaks of days, folks, yet to come, even to us. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.